Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for around 15, 2015. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who was mistaken for a bikey in Adelaide last week is Adam Rosenbachs. Hello, Michael. I uh, was on my Razor scooter yes. going across the footbridge yep. and the police weren't happy with me. Well, you shouldn't have so many neck tacks. Well, I think it's worth it. It ended up in a shootout. Seven, seven policemen <laughs> dead. But you didn't hear about that. Are we bringing up the elephant in the room, Adam? Which is? That I, I, I didn't press record for the first 15 minutes. Yeah, so this is the second time that we're saying these jokes. <laughs> it's the darkest day in Australian sport. It is. Once more. Bloody hell. That's the first time I've ever done that. So Michael forgot to press record we need on to our have little a backup. recording machine. We need machine. to have a backup. Oh, the gold you guys have missed. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. So we're going to have to try and... Um, we're going to have to try and recreate. Yeah. Uh, no need to recreate. We'll what just we just went there, through, mate. just more we'll gold? Yeah, more gold. More gold. More All gold. right. Well, it's Big us. Boy Month and you have failed dismally. <laughs> and joining us, a very special guest, uh, co-host of the Sweetest Plum Podcast, it's Declan Fay. Thank you very much for having me. Declan Fay, are, are you on a high after Hawthorne's victory over Fremantle? I'm in a weird state of elation, but <laughs> yeah. it's an orgasmic state of elation because it's it's a bit like the grand final last year. I didn't, I, I thought it would, I tuned in waiting for like a, oh, a really God. good tussle. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> You, you don't, you yeah, can't sit, I don't need to again, can talk. You? <laughs> I don't need to hear Hawthorne Joy. I just, I just, it, I mean, it, by by almost to half time, mm-hmm. they were doing what you do in a school, like footy kick to kick, where mm. our players were just going for hangers. Just, but, do you think it's a little bit, though, that it, because it's in Launceston, doesn't have quite the weight of a regular well, it's win? Disappointing. It's disappointing. It, it, it's one of the games, It's it had blockbuster status in mm-hmm. my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Launceston deserved that. Yeah. They're uh, they're not on the mainland. Mm-hmm. You don't deserve blockbuster status. You get good games. Yeah, but, but you get you just get dinky interstate teams. This is yeah. This is the you know these are heavyweights. I want to see it at the MCG. It's only seventeen thousand people. If you played at the MCG, you would have got what seventy thousand. Oh, like, I don't know that many, but yeah, fifty, sixty. Yeah, it's yeah. a small it's a small offering to get the. How, do, how did the Hawks <laughs> do it though? Like why? Because I, I when I switched on, you guys were destroying them. Uh-huh. Was it were Freo really bad or were you really good? They just never. I think they had eight points till about halfway through the second mm. quarter. They yeah. just never looked. They just. They just never looked a threat. Pavlich is sort of spraying them all over the place. Is he too old now? No. Is it time to put him out to pass? Do you know I played? This is good because I didn't tell you this in the first uh, recording that doesn't yep. exist. I played on Pavlich at oh. high school. Did really? You know this? No. Yeah. Our school used to play a. Uh, I, I was not a like. I wasn't a. What would you say? I wasn't a top tier player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they needed someone for the game against Sagrada. Hart, who was sort of tall and could play on Pavlich, and so I got put in as like the sort of 21st man. And I remember he kicked three goals in the first five minutes on our full back. So, what team was he on? Oh, sorry, he was yeah, Sacred Heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was Sacred Heart. I Sa- was Marcelin. Sacred Collins. Heart, is that a Victorian team? Or no, no, that? they're an Adelaide team. Uh-huh. They were a gun team. Corns came out of that team. Right. Um, Gallagher, who played for Port Adelaide, uh-huh. came out of that team. Like they were, a, and Pavlich came out of that team. Yep. And, uh, 
so he kicked three goals on our usual fullback, and then our coach turned to me and said, "All right," he said, "You're on," and yeah. he said, "If you fuck this up, you're off." <laughs> this is a school no coach, pressure. and I just remember thinking, "I've got to use." Did I was... he say it was Big Boy Month? <laughs> well, it was because I just thought I have to use. He was in year ten, and yeah. I was in year twelve, but he was that you know when there's a gun year yes. ten. Yep. So how how big a than you is he at this stage. He was huge yep. and he was properly muscly. Yep. And I just thought, I have to use every dirty trick I've learned mm-hmm. from playing football from like under sevens. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've got to use it all in this game. Did I was you kiss his neck? I, I did. Yeah, I, think I that kissed his neck, yep. bit his ear. Yeah, good. I licked his ear. Yep. Yep. We had our music teacher was behind the goals going, give it to him, Declan. He's shit, he's shit. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> aggressive music teacher. <laughs> <laughs> he was. I mean, he you was... play the clarinet, you're hard. <laughs> you're very hard. <laughs> and I ran the, did the Studs down the front of the ankle. No way. Um, yeah, Jeez, I was, you're an animal. It yeah. was rough. And, but I held him goalless to half time. Uh-huh. And I remember when we came in, our coach, you know, when a coach is excited because a yeah. player who's a bit shit is doing better than they, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. grabbing me by the neck, going, You're doing it. And he's like jumper punching me yeah. in the neck. <laughs> and then I thought, This is it. This is the greatest sports achievement of my life. And oh. I went out and he kicked one in the first minute of the third quarter. <laughs> yeah. And then another one. And then another one. I was moved into the forward pocket and then I was taken off the ground but we won the game oh that's all right then. that's yeah. all right that's we a good win game. so how many did he end up with for the game do you reckon he went i reckon he ended up with six or seven but we still won we won by three points that's pretty good yeah did you play on any people adam i played alongside scott west uh-huh um i think under 16s he we missed him for most of the season because he was at footscray yeah and then he came back for the finals yeah, yeah. he was just a superstar that, that was kind of the only one i know of that uh yeah that went on glenn manton played at my high school, but I didn't play alongside him. He was mm-hmm. a couple of years older than me. I played on Trent Crowed. Well, I didn't really... There was four of us that got put onto Trent Crowed. Really? He was playing for D La Soul. Yeah. D La Soul? No, D La Soul, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah, he was he, rapping. But yeah. People don't know. He was actually a very competent rapper for <laughs> yeah, D La. He does a freestyle on the B side of I'll Ring, Ring, what, Ring. D La Soul v Wu-Tang Clan. That was a classic <laughs> under-18 match. Oh, they were classic. animals. Yeah. Wu-Tang. <laughs> I mean, the RZA. The RZA. The RZA. Yeah, very hard at it. Four members of Wu-Tang. Tank clan on Trent Crow. They had to run old yeah. dirty bastard with him <laughs> for the whole game. Um, why did I say that? He played for D- for De La Salle, De La Salle. and um, he he was an he was an absolute gun. Yep. And we had one player on him, and then two players double teaming him, then three, yep. and I was the fourth. And yep. the, the uh, I remember our coach just said, "Just stand in front of him yep. and try." And he was just splitting packs and smashing packs. And at the end of the year, he went draft pick number three. I think when he went to yeah, the Yeah, no, Hawks. he's very high up, yeah. yeah. yeah and maybe it was a Travis Johnson 2. Sorry, Travis Johnson 1. Number 2 was someone else who was a gun. And then Crowd was 3. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I played with Daniel Donati, who played one game at Richmond. Excellent. In about 1997. It's a household name, yep. 98, maybe. Yep. And under I played uh, under Robert Walls. Yep. And then I played with Tim Fleming, who was notorious. Uh, he played at Richmond. Yeah. And he played quite quite a few games at Richmond, you know, maybe forty odd or so. Yep. Uh, and he was notorious. I, 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 forgive me, Tim. Oh, I haven't seen him for ten years, but <laughs> forgive me. But uh, but he was notorious for whenever people would call up, talk back, and be like, Richmond fans going, okay, <laughs> I've got a list of names who should be delisted. It was always number one. All right, Trout, Tim who you got? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, you poor dude. Oh, that's gross. Mm. That would be tough. Did you ever get injured playing junior sport? No, not that I can think of. No, I was too elusive. Too yeah. elusive. No, no, I never had a major injury. Actually, that's one of the reasons why I kind of I think I stopped playing because I thought it's coming. 
Like, I hadn't yeah, had that right. major injury. Because he popped your shoulder a few times, didn't you? I popped it twice in one game, and yep. that's when that's when my retirement So how old were you then? Happened. Uh, 16 or 17. Oh, really? So that's when you finished playing? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep, and and so what up. happened the first time you went back on? Yes. Oh, that's very brave of you. Man, I like Tycanelli. I just slotted it back in. So first time it had ever popped out? The first time it happened to me, I was uh, at a boundary throw-in, mm-hmm. and the guy, I hit the ball, and the guy hit the back of my shoulder, and it like subluxed is yep. where it goes in and out. Did you know that? Did you know that you oh, buggered yeah. it? It was a, yeah. it was a really uncomfortable feeling. I was like weird. And then uh, the club sent me to like a physio. Yeah. And he's like, I oh, do these rehab exercises. Yep. So I did uh, none of them. <laughs> and then the next week, it came out twice in the one game. Okay. And I remember the runner coming out as it dislocated, and it would always go back in. And it didn't. And the runner came out and he's like, what do I do? I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> what am I? Did the runner have the cigarette in the hand yeah. when he ran out? <laughs> Menthol. You it, never wanted that guy it. sort of, <laughs> if you had an injury, you never wanted that guy working on it. I don't think you'd be allowed to run yeah. out. A runner couldn't have a cigarette now, could he? Well, he should. <laughs> do you- did you ever get injured, Dick? Well, I had. Uh, there was. I had one where there was like a club championship that was played at Waverley Park, uh-huh. and our team got to play in it. It's quite a and quite a quite a illustrious career you've had. Yeah, actually. I know. Playing oh, one playing in a club championship. You whatever know, that I, is. Peter kept losing in all of these mm-hmm. um, in all of these stories. I. Uh, so you were always a backman. Yeah, mm. centre half back, and then it, well, because what happened was I was sort of good when I was younger because I was taller than everybody else. Yeah. And then I don't know if you ever got it. You turn up to like in year eleven to training, and suddenly everybody else caught up to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I you was like, like, I was like rocking like yeah, yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. And then one day, I mean, I do distinctly remember coming back from school holidays one day, like in when I was about fourteen or something, going. Oh wow, I'm like taller than everyone, and then I st- I stopped there. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I was this tall when I was. It like, is this 14. horrible. If you get the growth spurt early, it yeah. sets a false economy in yeah. your mind because you're yeah. thinking I'm an absolute gun here. Yeah. But it's not. You're just a bit taller than everybody mm. else. Well, that happens to a lot of players though coming through, isn't it? They monster mm. at the TAC cup, yeah. at the TAC level, and yeah. then when they get into the AFL, they're like, oh, okay, yeah. everyone everyone else is massive. Mm. Well, that happened to Fev, except he just monstered sort of in yeah. his guts. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I had we played this uh, championship. championship at Waverley. It mm. was at like they split Waverley because Waverley's so big. They split yeah. it into two, and so you had two games going concurrently. Really? And I remember in the grand it's a bit final. Patronising. <laughs> well, I think from memory, I reckon even the boundary overlapped in the middle, so there was a danger of sort of two games <laughs> sort of to the fat side. colliding in the Venn diagram in the middle. So you burst out of the pack with two balls. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that you ping two goals yeah, with the one game. possession. Um, and yeah, I remember going the punch. And I remember thinking, oh, I've done something here, and looking down, and my thumb was pointing backwards that ah. way. And it was like, it's a real panic if you've never done it before. Because yep. you, you're sort of in your mind, you, you sort of go, that's not, a body's not supposed to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just remember holding my hand, and uh. just, it was like this sort of primal fear takes over, and standing on the half back line and just screaming, <laughs> Help. And I remember the runner, what, he wasn't allowed to have cigarettes at Waverley yeah. Park, but he ran out and he just said, I don't, surely a runner's not allowed to do this anymore. No. But he just said, he just goes, bite your teeth, this is going to hurt. And he went, crack. And he got it back in. Dude, that's not bad. Yeah, he got it back in. And then I remember he said, do you want to stay on or come off? Mm. And I said, stay on. Oh, and it was okay. like, he just put one bit of tape around it. But the pain that was going through my hand. For the Did it numb up after a little bit though? 
Oh, yeah, it was numb in terms of like there was so much pain sort of shooting up yeah. my arm. You just sort of get used to they it. They really go hard with the tape, don't they? It's yeah. just the, it's the, the save all. It's the answer to everything. Yeah. Is that, but there, as I said, there's always someone who just had a bucket that yeah. had sort of like lukewarm water in it. Oh. I could never really work out what that bucket yeah. was for. Can I tell you a about spray? a thing I saw today? Yeah. I went down to watch a team play. They were under nines, maybe. Okay, so the band's been lifted. I'm related to someone who's okay, in that team, right, okay? So I'm being a good uncle heading down. <laughs> yeah. I saw something which I thought was a bit fucking rich. <laughs> so there's a kid who was kind of running from like half forward mm-hmm. towards the goals and there was a parent there and he said, oh, watch this guy, watch this guy. He would just run off the ground and go home. He says when he's had enough, he just runs off the ground <laughs> and heads home. And really? you can see it happen. So his mum is walking down the street towards the ground the kid is just running off and he ran through the forward line. <laughs> he ran through the goalpost, just ran up the hill and then I love it. ran another like 30 metres to yeah. meet his mum. And then they just turned around, walked and he was done. 30 metres to the car and got in. Just like during, <laughs> during, the game. during the game, during the last quarter. But what, so, so this kid just literally just goes, yep. Mum's here. Cooked. Just ran off the ground mm. and went home. Were and they leading? No, oh, well, no, they were getting done, but they don't, oh, don't keep enough. they don't keep score. <laughs> but 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 there were about four or five other parents. Like I'm not a parent, but they were. Yep. And um, they were there going, surely, surely not, surely not, surely the mum's going to say no, turn around and go back on Get the ground. Not at all. She just went, yeah, hey, love, gave him a hug, and then they walked in the car and got home. But the, pr- the real tragedy is if he doesn't go through the sort of two lines on the interchange, <laughs> come back on. then no, he can't come back on. <laughs> I can't fathom that. I can't fathom that, that, that uh, a parent... Being a quitter. That the parent... No, well, not even that. That the parent went... That's not how life works. Well, it is. <laughs> I found it, it quite is. remarkable. I, I've never seen that in my life. And, and I mean, that kid's obviously going to end up on drugs. And <laughs> my, my mum used to not... She would come to the finals if we played finals yeah. and she couldn't handle that it was sort of like kids bashing into each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, the rough So tumble. she'd just go and hide in the car mm. and um, she'd sort of... She would just look every few minutes. Yeah. I just remember just looking across in the grand final we were w- winning, just seeing this very worried mum eating chips in the front <laughs> window of the car. I had a friend, uh, his parents, so they were kind of courting, mm. initial dating. And it's the, very uh, sort of 18th century. Oh, yeah. Well, they were courting. You know, it was like early 80s took or so. A carriage to, yeah, to the so, it was playing rugby. So, my uh, my friend's mum, she went and watched uh, her boyfriend play rugby. Yeah. And uh, sit in the car on the boundary, you know, giving a two to the horn maybe whenever they got a try. Absolutely. Eventually, after the game, he got in the car and she said, Oh, well played. Well done. Really well done. And he said, I got knocked out. I've been to hospital and back. <laughs> No way. She had no she idea. Knows. She had no idea. That is great. That, that's like, that's the, that, I'm telling you, that moment comes up with a psychiatrist about 20 years yeah. later. Like, that's the defining moment. Things are never the same again after that. Well, then now, I mean, that's 30 years ago. So, hey, is, has your mum apologised to you for this? <laughs> oh, no, that wasn't my, that wasn't my no, mother. No. That was, uh, um, but the injuries that you're talking about, the, the, there was one on Friday night, so I went to the Richmond Carlton game, mm-hmm. and Ty Vickery had a mm. tooth knocked out. Yeah. And I just look at that and go, they're so casual about it. Like, I just pick up the tooth and keep playing. Like, if I have a tooth knocked out, yeah. not that I would freak me right out. No, but let's I see am. what happens. Let's see what deck. Get a, get yeah. a, get a, get a knife. Let's have a, a go. Knife. <laughs> How <laughs> are you getting my tooth? No, we use the handle. We use the handle. Okay. The blunt end of it. Which yeah. tooth? Do you know which tooth? I actually don't. I, I assume it was a top one because the bottom ones come out much. It'd be tougher to get out. 
Yeah. Mm. But just the fact that they go, oh, he picked up his tooth and then ran it to the boundary and obviously they had a glass of milk there because it has to be in milk. Yeah. But this is what I don't understand is why is it milk that has to keep the tooth? It, it keeps the nerve ending alive. Who worked out that it was milk? Like, why not orange oh, yeah. juice or why not? Yeah. Like, Gatorade. Yeah. Gin. <laughs> Gatorade <laughs> yeah. gin. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> hey, um, Adam, uh, you said you heard something about Robbo. Okay, we'll, we'll bring up Robbo. Yeah. Um, you said on the day after, on crunch time on SDN, you heard Robbo use a particular phrase? Well, they were talking to, they were talking to John Barker. Johnny Barker. Carlton's brilliant coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, can I just ask before, are you, are you fully on the Barker train? Look, they've been really good since yeah. they got rid of Malthouse, but I just wonder whether it's because... Can't work out whether it's because Barker is not a bad coach or because yeah. Malthouse was a fuckhead. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I reckon the truth is somewhere in the middle yeah. of that one. And so they were talking to, they were talking to Johnny Barker about, um, you know, what's it like taking over from Malthouse and stuff. Yeah. And Robbo just said... And he said, there's a famous saying... Don't piss on a monument. Yeah, yeah. And I was listening to that just going, it's not a famous saying. <laughs> I've never been a famous saying. I've never yeah, heard that. that. Never said that. It's not, that's not like a sort of like one of those motivational posters that you see. <laughs> yeah, don't piss on a monument. There's a, picture, there's a cat hanging from a tree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the cat's speech probably is, I shouldn't have pissed on that monument. Yeah. I think that gets said to Robbo a lot by the police. <laughs> well, don't piss on that monument. But I don't know if it's a famous saying. Don't piss on that war memorial, Robbo. Yeah. It's a, Robbo is a, astounds me. I can't remember. I think I've mentioned this to... Uh, Chamber once before. One of my favourite Robbo moments. I used to do, as you used to write for before the game. I used to do research for before the game in yep. the in the later years. Did you? Yeah, and um, just watch like the games or footage and mm-hmm. think, could you do anything with it? Yep. And um, one of the bits of footage that we saw, you may have seen this, Adam. Was remember the two uh, players like medical records got taken. Remember they got stolen yes. from a clinic? Yes. They were Hawthorne players, Well, they? that was the rumour and yeah. um, it became this like... And it wasn't rumour, it was a fact. Yeah, it, was it was like 2007. 2007, yeah. yeah. And the footage was that the AFL had cracked it that Channel 7 had broadcasted yeah. it was two Hawthorne players. These yeah. were confidential medical records. They'd paid for them, which yeah, is yeah. just completely unethical. Yeah, yeah. And they, f- they actually disclosed that that wasn't Brent Wearer's hair. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the smoking <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they don't care about whether it's ecstasy or yeah, cocaine yeah, no. or ice. That's not his real hair. Um, and uh, I remember that we we watched Vision from the press conference, and um, they had there they had Adrian Anderson, and they had sitting next to him. I think it was Brendan Gale at the time from uh-huh. the Players Association, and they said before the and it was the sort of footage before the press conference went to air, and they said we will not be answering questions about who the players are. Um, it is completely confidential. It's unethical. Channel Seven shouldn't have asked about. About this and um, immediately as soon as the actual press conference starts Robbo just goes yeah there's a rumour that two of the players of two of the more high profile players from the Hawthorne Football Club and Adrian Anderson just goes Robbo Get out. <laughs> and, he goes, awesome. and Robbo, and Robbo, like, he knows he's done. Yeah, yeah. And Robbo stands up and he goes, you knew you shouldn't ask that, Robbo. He goes, you were told at the start. And Robbo stands up, and I remember he's in a shirt and tie, Good. but wearing a pair of shorts. Yeah. And he stands up carrying an armful of newspapers. He looks like, you know, Nelson, is it Nelson or Ralph in The, in the Simpsons? Simpsons? When he goes, later, Mrs. Kane. <laughs> he sort of walks out like that with his armful of newspapers, and he goes, I don't know. 
there, you boys. I get the story myself and strolls out of the press conference. And I remember once when Clarko called him a dickhead or something yeah. as well. And he, oh, was ran, that, he ran shorts as well. Was that Robbo? How many yeah. times do you reckon he's heard the phrase Robbo get yeah. out? <laughs> oh, in a lot of different scenarios. Yeah, exactly. In nightclubs, yeah. bars, bedrooms. Yeah, that's right. TABs. <laughs> um, can you fathom, though? I mean, that is about seven, eight years ago now. But just the idea that they... That to, it was a guy and a girl found the medical records. I don't know how. They, they found claimed, in yeah, they, yeah. Can you, and, and then the, the network kind of goes with, with that it. story. Like, oh. Did they name the players? Did the network no, name the players? No, they didn't. Did they, they? didn't but they, they said, said they're on two strikes? Yeah, they said it was two Hawthorne players both on two strikes. And like the rumours have obviously gone. I'm not going to yeah. say them here. No, no, but, obviously. Um, but uh, it was it was so... And it was was the journo Dylan Howard. That's right. Who yeah. then had to leave Channel 7, now works for... Your mate, Craig Hutchison, and then um, in the US. And also there was a bunch of... Um, that week after the players banned Channel 7. That's right. And so they they'd did. say, hey, are you going to go on the weekend? they say, no, we're not answering questions yeah. from Channel 7. Then the next person would say, hey, are you going to go on the weekend? <laughs> well, I think we're going to go. Okay. Like this yeah. is bizarre and ban they, for a they week. stop watching Deal or No Deal yeah. for a whole year. But yeah. the idea, just to, to do that with medical records, I find that absolutely amazing. That, that, yeah. that, 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 it, uh, I don't but know. they found them and then... And then that the network went with it. You well, they, I'm like pretty that. sure. I have a vague memory that they then interviewed the woman that had found the medical. No, no, I think you're right as well. Yeah, records. Yeah. And she said she maintained she's a patient of this joint, and yeah. she maintained, "Oh, I just went outside and I saw the records lying oh, on the ground." The street. Yeah. And oh. you're like, yeah, yeah, I don't. There is so dodgy, isn't it? I don't know if you did. If mm. that did just happen. Hey, um, can we talk about uh, Mick Malthouse? No. Your mate? You, the way you said that was sort of almost interventionist. Yeah, like, <laughs> like Adam's been in this terrible yeah. denial. We need to talk about Mick Malthouse. I'm worried about him, though. Are you? Article this week. He came out in um, Adelaide's 5AA. Tell you what, though. He, uh, he's obviously got a contract with 5AA, and he's fucking running with it. He's an honourable man. He, <laughs> he keeps going with these. Who gives a fuck what yeah. he thinks now? <laughs> but he uh, talked about how he's finding it really tough for life after football. Yeah. It's it's kind of what, feels a bit... How uh, long has it been? Five weeks? Yeah, probably. It's yeah. just a bit kind of yesterday's man. Poor guy. Do you think that he's... You know how he used to... Was, oh, they always made a big thing that he'd walk to games. Mm. Yeah, because he lives in East Melbourne, doesn't mm. he? Is he still doing... Or walk to training? Is he still doing that walk every morning, do you think? Well, I wonder where he goes now. Like, where does he just wander is to? He out, is he walking around Optus Oval just going, this used to be my playground? <laughs> <laughs> or does he wander down to, like... The Hungry Jacks on Hoddle Street. Just get himself a Whopper Junior. Like, what, what does he do? Yeah, for a man that's been so intense, 16 hours a day, hmm. what, how does he fill that 16 hours? I mean, is he just is he at home just giving the net the shits? I, th- I would imagine so. Or are they just, are they just their sex life just picked up? <laughs> like, is he boning Nanette, like, 24-7? <laughs> that's the big question. Catching up on lost time. Yeah, exactly. What a, oh, what a, what a full-on visual image. <laughs> picture it. That would picture be. it. Picture well, it in your head now. Obviously, it's not very good because he's saying he's struggling with life after. Yeah, Maybe right. he can't keep up with it. He's dehydrated. Yeah. <laughs> I one of my favourite, you know, when he was in that was it last year they had him on Footy Classified, mm-hmm. and it was one of those like where they theme the whole episode out, and they right. start they'll do a package at the start, yeah. so it's like too like dramatic, yeah, dramatic yeah, music with was like Mick in the hot seat, and Mick was in the hot seat, <laughs> Mick was in the hot seat, <laughs> but he was in the hot seat from the second that it came on. There was no intro. He was oh. there from the very wow. start, and the weirdest, accu- they sort of they they. 
clearly had a meeting on we're not going to stop till Malthouse cries. Yeah. Yeah. And they just kept going him and going him. And then they were effectively sort of trying to ask him, are you crazy? <laughs> and, like, they kept going, you know, have you struggled with the pressure? Is it more stress than you thought? Oh. And he said, I'm not a stressful person. And then Caroline Wilson said something along the lines of, now, Mick, you know that is not true <laughs> about himself. And he goes, give me one example, Caroline. Give me an example. And then she said, a few years ago, I walked past you after a game at the MCG and I remarked that you looked thin and you said, yeah, you were so stressed that for the last few weeks you'd only been eating apples. <laughs> and Malthouse... That's a stressed man. He looked so confused as Caroline <laughs> threw this at him. And he was really stumped. And then when he moved through the confusion, he was just enraged. Yep. And he said, Caroline, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, I've not eaten an apple in 30 years. <laughs> I would have loved if he said, I have not eaten an apple in years. And then he stands up and apples start yeah. spilling out of his pockets. <laughs> it's an astounding... Like, there's something quite sick about... That like if she had said I walked past and saw you punching a wall like you'd sort of accept yeah, that yeah yeah but just this image of him sort of just with a knife and a fork just <laughs> carving his way through hundreds <laughs> of apples in a week. Well, he talks about how he feels a bit like yesterday's man. He says, uh, well, he, is. he says uh, <laughs> I'm now worthless." You oh, think of so, you many, so many negatives. Yep. The pluses are you've got a great family, so obviously we go back to boning the wife. Yep. But, <laughs> But uh, I suppose you do go through that. After, I mean, it's 30 years of that. And then I mean, nothing. if that's all he's known. Has he shown up on TV? Has he gone into the commentary yet? Or they he did that for the year off, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's probably a contract waiting for him yeah. next year if he wants yeah, it. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah. But the thing is, he shouldn't get that contract because he was such an asshole to the press yeah. while he was the coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now they all go, oh, we really want him on board. No, fuck him. It's my Jeez, you really have turned, Don't haven't you? Don't give him a job. Well, you, you want him never to, on board. You want him to... Even from the very start, no. you were never on board? No. No? That apple-eating fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be weird kind of going from that 100 miles an hour to it would nothing. Be. I mean, I saw him the other day. He was yelling at a seagull for not going hard <laughs> enough for a chip. Is he yelling at the possums that are in the Fitzroy Gardens as he's doing this <laughs> yeah. walk to the MCG? Yeah. Um, so, uh, wasn't it just – wasn't it – didn't Kevin Sheedy – I have this very vague memory that he was he used to walk through Fitzroy Gardens and that oh, one day he got upset because he saw all the trees have the little metal yeah, things on them the so the possums can't up. run up because uh-huh. the trees are all sort of dying off. Uh-huh. And then didn't he then decide to write a children's book about possums? <laughs> or am I, is this just some sort of sick fantasy? No, no, I mean, <laughs> as insane as it sounds, it could be... Highly, highly probable. Yeah. I just, I have a memory of him saying when he retired, they said, "What are you going to do?" And he said, "I want to write this book about possums." <laughs> <laughs> See, this, this is what this is what Mick needs. Yeah, Mick doesn't need to be at home just fudding himself. No, stupid. he needs to get into the children' novel. He needs yeah. to, he needs to find a project. Yeah, yeah. Something that sort of you know he needs to find a kids' book or yeah. something and really get his teeth right, into. Right the uh, the, B, the BFC, the big friendly Casbolt. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, there was a Herald Sun poll this week. Oh. Do you want me to go through this with I you? I love a poll. I love a good poll. Is this the poll? I, I, I think you're going to get to a bit in it. Geez, I hated when they've got the wags bit down Well, we the can bottom. go through that right now. I mean, yeah. there are a few questions. The, the, the two main questions are kind of interesting. Okay. Who would you buy? So, who is the <laughs> AFL's most glamorous wag? Okay. Well, that's unfair. Yeah, so, it's rough. Who do you reckon you go with off the top of your head? Who do you reckon you go with? There's See, some... I don't really follow. I don't follow the wags. Liar, thing. you do. I don't. No, I find it. I don't like how we just sort of adopted that out of the sort of English press. Yeah, yes. yeah. I don't really. 
I, I don't I don't enjoy that. But I I'm gonna I'm gonna assume it's a, it's gonna be either Jacinda Campbell mm-hmm. or Megan Gale. Yes, Megan Gale came in twenty two percent. Yeah, right. It's Jacinda a pity. That, it's a pity that Brad Miller doesn't still play because Pia Miller. Pia Miller is, is stunning. Yeah. Um, Jacinta <laughs> Campbell. I didn't realise we did a wag watch segment. <laughs> yeah. Jacinta yeah. came in at uh, 21%. So yeah. it's 22%, 21%. Oh, so very tight, even. Very yeah, even it's there. very tight. Yeah. Uh, and number three, Alec, Alex Davis. Oh, uh, Pendlebury's uh, girlfriend. Yeah. I don't think I know Alex. But, you know, Mrs Judd actually didn't make it at all. Well, actually, not in the top four. She might have been fit. Did, um, <laughs> did Nanette Malthouse make it? <laughs> no, not quite. Uh, it could be Anna or Anna. Anna Kale, uh, Josh Kennedy's partner. Who's, oh, uh, the Colombian. Quite delightful as yes, well. Yeah. She's quite... Uh, good yeah. on him. <laughs> but can you tell, tell us... You know what? We only know them from Brownlow night. No. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, no. Actually, Megan Gale, star of uh, Mad Max. Sorry. And uh, Jacinda Campbell, star of uh, my, is, my Dreams. Is, <laughs> is Megan Gale in Fury Road? Yeah. Yes. Is she an actual, like, has a line or... I think she does have a line. But also, to, to put it into... Um, just to level that out, Quentin is also in Mad Max. So, you know, let's even that shit out. Okay, all right. Boning Megan Gale. Okay, hottest... Oh, wow, I shouldn't say boning with Quentin. Anyway. Hottest AFL player, okay? Hottest Ooh. AFL player. Who do you reckon? Oh, God. Who do you reckon? Uh, It'll be a West Coast, like a tan, sort of bleached hair player, mm, won't it? Not quite. It's a guy is it a Mel- Give us some hints. It's is a Victorian it a player. He's won it for the fifth year running. Oh. Fifth year running. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy Bartell. Jimmy Bartell. Jimmy Bartell. People Ladies love, love Bartell. I'll tell really? you what, it's the sixth time he's got it. Sixth time. Oh, fifth year in a row. Yeah. Do you okay. reckon, like, if he does commentary, they go, you know, three day premierships, yeah. one Brownlow, Norm Smith, and hottest sixth man. time hottest man yeah. in the Absolutely. Yeah. Alex Rance came second. Oh, again, close. Jimmy, 13%. Alex Rance, 12 See, I'd say Alex Rance is hotter than. Jimmy Bartel. Where'd your man, where'd your man Ryan Shaw makers come in? No, Shawy. Uh, oh. There are three <laughs> Hawks. There are three Hawks in the top eight. Uh, Gibbo, Hodgie, and oh well, Franklin. Sorry, not a Hawk. Sorry, so Hodgie. Um, Mike's still in denial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't he? But I would have gone Andrew. Hodge, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, because the guys want to. What is it? The guys want to have a beer with him. The girls want to f him. As what I would say. We yeah. talk about Robert too much. <laughs> um, but uh, I would have gone with Andrew Swallow. He came at nine percent. He came in at third. I would have yeah. gone with him. Little yeah. blondie. Mm, delicious. Yeah, <laughs> I, you've never seen Hodge as a sort of traditionally, you know, attractive player. Yeah, I think it's a whole whole package. Where did Matt Spanger come on the list? Haven't got Matt Spanger, no. no. So it was Bartell, Ranswallow, O'Meara, um, Gibson, Jaeger. Hodge, yeah. Franklin, Travis Boak. And what about the man? You, Travis Boak? Hmm, came really? in eight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, what so about the men you want to party with? Let's come Michael Hunt on that list. Yeah. Where's Harley Bennell? <laughs> hey, uh, so how do you, you reckon the uh, the best player in the AFL? Who do you reckon that went? People went with for that. Fifey. Yeah, Fifey came in yeah. and romped at home, sixty three percent. I love. They've gone off Albert. Well, because it was did in the game today. They think that Fife might have got. They, there might be a bit of a match review panel. Oh he was, no! He was running backwards. Who was the mark on? I'm not totally sure, but there was talk about a knee going. He was running backwards. He yeah. went to spoil. I actually think there's nothing in it. Mm. He just he it was a it was a deliberate effort to spoil. Yeah. And then the, as the arms come come down, it's hit. I can't remember who in the face, but it's with the, it's that roll of the dice with the match review oh, panel. Bloody sling tackle, mate. Yeah. The match review panel is sitting there at the moment with blindfolds on, <laughs> just throwing darts at yeah. a wall with random numbers on it, going, "That's how many weeks he gets." They're drunk. Hey, what about this question? Uh, do you think the game is better or worse than in 1995? Oof. Well, 
Much worse because Carlton won the flag that year, so mm. I think it's horrific. Do you think it's a weird year to pick out? It is an ago? odd year. It's yeah. 20 years, I suppose, yeah. has it changed. But I would say it is better. Yeah, well, people say it is better, 52% worse, 36%, no change, 12%. I think the game is far better. I think if you looked at the skills uh, and the fitness, I think it's a million times better. The skills are better. There's not as much thuggery. I do miss that. Mm-hmm. You miss the, you know, just snapping someone. You, uh, you miss, there's a lot more off the ball stuff then because there's so many yeah. cameras now. It's yeah. a lot cleaner. And I would argue that because in 95 you still had Fitzroy running around. Yep. I would argue that your lower tier games now are better yeah. than what they were then. Like it's a the more fact that competition, isn't it? Brisbane were. Uh, Taking it up to Sydney to half time mm-hmm. when they're last and Sydney's what third or fourth. Yeah, that uh, that didn't so much happen then. Like they were uh, the lower tier games were awful. Definitely. Your cellar dwellers were terrible. Yeah, they yeah. really were. Hey, um, can we talk about uh, very quickly, Adam? Last week we had a bit of a confrontation with our special guest Charlie Cloyson. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a little bit of a moment where I put forward the idea that Tim Watson had appeared on the television show Home and Away, mm. and you and Charlie both uh, told me that I was a bit of a fuckhead for well. coming up with that, even though I did trust my memory. Um, so we got a little email from uh, Jason Taylor. Thank you very much, Jason. Very kind of you. Not the Hawthorne player, Jason Taylor, the you know blonde bombshell. I, I want to think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Gents. Chamber was right. Fuck. Timmy Watson appears in episode 825 of Home and Away way back in 1991. 91? Yeah. I've tried finding it with no luck, and I tried as well. No luck. If you can be bothered tracking it down, you'll see some cracking acting from Timmy, especially when, now the moment I talked about, the thing I remembered was when uh, Tim says to this little kid, hey, who's your favourite player? And he goes, Warwick Kappa. Right. (laughs) Yes. So if you can be bothered tracking it down, you'll see some cracking acting from Timmy, especially when uh, when the little kid, Sam, tells him that Warwick Kappa is his favourite player. So therefore, I am right. Punched him in the face. Take that back. I'm correct. Now, was Tim playing himself? Yes. So he was visiting Summer Bay? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember the context of it all. It is weird when they have to play themselves because they play sort of a weird version of themselves. Because the Collingwood players were on home... No, they were on uh, Neighbours a few years back in their gym. Yep, yep. Yeah. But remember Tim Watson was on The Late Show? Do you recall that? No. They did a thing... Is this when he was, like, weirdly retired for a year? Was he just going, I'll just go on every TV show? I think show? that was 93, was it? No, he came back in 93 and played that year's grand final because yeah, yeah, he gunned it, was... it in the prelim. No, I, I reckon think... he was playing. I think yeah, right. And they did a thing about... If it was 93, foot... I think, when he did it. Yeah. yeah, if footballers spoke the truth. Yeah. And it was like, uh, you know, how did you play today? I, like, I was great. Everyone else was shit out. Mm. It was yeah. really funny. Yeah. But, uh, obviously, Timmy... He loves the TV. There was a sketch show that I was on years ago, and we had Ben Dixon on the show at one stage. So the sketch was the idea. I think there was. I think I was. I might have been doing. Did you wrote it? There we go. I think. I think it might have been me doing an interview. You and Damien Callanan. Yeah, I think I might have been doing an interview with a with a a footballer coming off the ground, um, and. Uh, he'd miss the goal or something. Yeah. Starts crying. It, yeah. it gets very sad <laughs> very about how he how he lost the game, the game for them. Yeah. And then Ben Dixon walked by and, by and says something like, uh, "He cost us a game, dickhead." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he begins crying even some more. <laughs> and uh, I remember the uh, the makeup people were very excited about Ben Dixon being there, yeah. and we were kind of told to you know um, just put, get a bit dirty or you know the players' topic. You know, just, yeah, yep, yep. Like roll around the ground a little bit. Go, yep. There were women, women on their hands and knees, delicately just <laughs> painting dirt onto Ben Dixon's biceps. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Benny. There you go, Benny. I don't know how his penis got dirty either. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Adam, we found another, we got another email. 
uh, from one of the junk timers out there, Ryan Smith, and he talked about this is probably actually the biggest name to have said this. Okay. So he was listening to the uh, 3W Saturday morning pregame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, nine minutes. What do they call that? Because uh, if, if SEN's got crunch time. pregame, because they have the could have beens for a period on that morning. Don't oh, they're they? on um, 774. Uh, it's on ABC. So what yeah. would it, it's, it's a little bit older. What would it be called? Um, Just grumpy. Metamucil time? <laughs> yeah. <Or laughs> um, so it be called fuck. Super Rules? Yeah, or, yeah. yeah, grumpy old men and women. Yeah. Um, so nine minutes and 45 in. Uh, Lee Matthews? Oh. What do you reckon? Legend he, of the game. What do you reckon he might? He said, uh, talking about Essendon, saying they've got a good. Good, good spine of a list. Good spine. He said, oh, "What you wouldn't you want to pa- do that? What wouldn't you want to do? You don't want to panic. You don't want to get too excited. Can you do it? You lethal? don't want to step into the booth, please, Lethal. Oh, you don't want to chuck the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> Bang! Thank you, Lethal. Now that's a famous saying, Robbo. Yeah, that's yeah. one. That's one that yeah. people know. Yeah, not that other saying. You don't piss on the baby. <laughs> so we've had throw the baby out. We've had uh, tip the baby out. Now yep. chuck the baby out. Chuck. Lethal is patented aggression. Lee, uh, my favourite one of his was against Geelong in that 2008 grand final. And it was at the end of the game, Bruce is going, now, Lee, how would you feel if you were Geelong? The game was theirs for the taking. And then Lee just goes, oh, I mean, it's just one game, Bruce. I mean, it's just one game. Yeah. And Bruce, it really deflated Bruce. <laughs> Bruce is going, but Lee, how would you feel? This was their chance yeah. to mark the... Di- it's just one game. He does have a great ability to kind of just say the truth, I suppose. He doesn't kind yeah. of care about anything. He's achieved everything. He's done everything. And yep. there is a, yeah, resounding kind of factualness to him. I sort of... I really love Lethal's sort of... Uh, this high sort of helium, it seems it appears to be getting sort of higher. Yeah. Did he talk that high when he played? I think he did. I think that was his nickname. <laughs> no, his nickname's Barney. Barney. But they yeah. always mocked his high little voice. Because, you know, that was it the was it Collingwood Brisbane uh, grand final, the 2002, and they had the camera on him for the whole game. And you see and him doing that up. thing with the. Yeah, and he was mic'd up, and you see him doing the thing with mm. the fingers, and then you hear him. Tell yeah. <laughs> Everyone always remembers yeah. the <laughs> Every network tries to bring in their best special comments person. Yeah. Who do you reckon has been the worst? There's been a few over the journey. Oof. Who would you say? It's John Platten a long time ago. He did special comments. Yeah. Are we including radio in this? If you've got a good example, yes. Oh, Ken Judge is pretty. He's pretty average. No good. He, he went straight to six PR. Yeah. And because he sort of. Most coaches, when they move them straight into the media, they haven't had the time to sort of let go and they're still a bit embittered. Yeah. <laughs> and so Ken Judge is all – he always had a touch of the what I would have done. Yeah, and then I think yeah. Carl Langdon was the actual – And the amount of times I heard Carl Langdon go, I'm going to have to leave you there, Ken, <laughs> as the game sort of rolls on. My favourite was uh, Ricky Olerenshaw. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. Champion. Classic. Champion uh, Classic. Footballer. There was, I think it was, I think it actually might have been Daniel Menzel's first yeah. uh, knee injury yeah. uh, in the final a few years back, so maybe yeah. two thousand and nine or ten when Geelong were playing, and uh, he'd injured his knee and he went to the boundary. And Olerenshaw has a, a physio background, yeah, and so he comes to the uh, Menzel goes to the bench and he's got no ice on it, and um, Olerenshaw says, "Oh." He's got no ice on it, so I think I think he's a good chance to come back out. Right? And the guy's gone down; he's been carted off. Yep. And then Nathan Buckley and Lee Matthews were in the um, in the commentary booth, and he said that he goes, "I think he might be back on." There's no ice on it, and both of them there was like this big pause, and they just both went, 
Yeah, that's not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> that means he's cooked. They don't even bother icing it because there's no point. I still, I think one of the greatest sprays from a special comments has to be the Malcolm Blight. I, I don't give a rat's toss bag. I don't give a rat's toss bag. Yeah. And because you could see, you know when someone's that ra- filled with rage <laughs> yeah, yeah. that they sort of just start free associating. They yeah. don't have any control yeah. of what comes out. And I was watching that game and it was a bit <laughs> dull to that point. And then when he just wound up and whatever, that sort of thread, the thin thread, in your brain that stops you from being a psychopath. He just yeah. cut it that night <laughs> and just went, I don't give a rat's toss bag. And I still, to this day, don't, don't know what a rat's yeah. toss bag no, is. A, well, it's a, a famous phrase. Yeah, it is a famous <laughs> phrase. Don't piss on a rat's toss bag. <laughs> what is the toss bag? Is I'm not your, sure. I've never heard it bag? before or since. Yeah. I'm not sure. A toss pot is sort of, that's an insult. Like, this bloke's a real toss pot. Yeah. Have uh, you ever heard that? No, maybe. No. Is that what you'd spit into or do you I jerk off into the toss pot. What, a toss pot? Yeah, but a toss bag. Yeah. <laughs> sort of, it conjures a sort of an awful image and the fact it belongs to a rat yeah. as well. <laughs> good on the rat, though, for having the bag. What's he talking about? Is, it, is that a reference to one of John Platten's testicles? I don't give, a, <laughs> I don't give the rat toss bag. Yeah. Was he on with Quarters yeah. that night? Because yes, I was. think I just yeah. remember Quarters just sort Being of Being a bit there kind of going, what the fuck's going oh, on? Oh, no, he's like, I don't know what to do. Malcolm's <laughs> actually gone crazy. He's gone toss bag again. <laughs> Hey, yeah, uh, we'll wrap up, man. Adam. Um, uh, and Deck, we talk about uh, Geelong saying oh. they're going to lose half a million dollars this year. I think they've gone downhill since they made Cameron Ling mayor. Yeah. <laughs> shit's, gone, shit's gone bad. It, they're going to lose half a million bucks. It's very strange. You've got your own fucking stadium. What do you want? Yeah, you can't complain about the stadium. Well, it's, every now. time I tune into, I haven't been to a Cardinia Park game since 2006 mm-hmm. when I made a, the horrible mistake at a Hawthorne game. Yep. standing in the outer. Oh, I was the only Hawthorne supporter yep. in the entire outer. And I think you might remember, Mike, we won that game by about 70 points. It was okay. our best game for uh. all of 2006. And I remember a uh, bloke turning around in that standing bit behind the goals and he just said, if you keep cheering, you'll be carried out of here in a coffin. <laughs> and so I haven't gone back to cut any part. I think it's nice that they have coffins on hand. <laughs> and it's not, bit, many, not many grounds do. It's a bit rich of Frank Costa to say that. Too, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but what it's ever since then, every time I tune into a game at Cardinia Park, you get memories. There appears to be a new bit of stadium built. Well, yeah, they got like, the lights now, they got everything. By the end of it, it's going to be one of those like American dome stadiums. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. They, they can't actually. I don't know if they can build it out any more than what it is. How are they losing money? Well, they say they've had a, an, a, an increase in membership, but they've had a large number of people go from the eleven game membership down to the three game membership. Oh, fuck. So don't tell me. Does that mean the human cat isn't going every week? Yeah. Well, Catman. Yeah, <laughs> is the kitty litter fucking costing him a lot? Catman's had to cut back on uh, on face paint. <laughs> Cat litter. <laughs> Who was the team? Was it Brisbane that wanted to put in the lion, an actual lion? Yeah. yeah, going around and the uh, effectively the AFL animal rights RSPCA said we got to put a stop to that. We were big fans of that. Oh, okay. you would have yeah. put a lion going nuts. We, we didn't want it in a cage. We just want it just roaming free. Just, just roaming free. Let's see what happens. Just just roaming the back line. The gabatoire. Yeah, the an international incident, why yeah. don't you? But it is weird. This it's got to do with the tax, doesn't it? Like the because the teams are now the being taxed. For they the, say they're yeah. going to have to pay about three hundred grand for that tax thing, and then I think they're going to pay four hundred next year. But they've gone to the AFL and said, "Hey, can we have a bit of money?" They've put they've, they've gone cat in hand, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they want a bit of coinage. That's a bit rich, though. I mean, I'm not having a go at them, but like for a club that has been very successful, well, I'm very surprised. It's interesting that it's turned around so quickly for them. Yeah. But same with Essendon, I think, today, of just they're going to, because of the 
tax. Mm-hmm. They've now lost $300 because of that tax. 300000 So did I say $300? Yeah. <laughs> um, they've lost 300 grand from that tax. Mm. I mean, a large chunk of them overpaying has to be the millions of dollars that they've paid to James Hurd. And in fact, <laughs> yeah. every time he... every time. These study tours must be costing them an absolute fortune. Don't yeah. you find that he's just every time he's in? He appears to be at a study tour in Europe. Any time you want to hear well, from him, well, he's got to go back and coach the Paris Poodles. Yeah, 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 so yeah. they don't come cheap. Yeah, okay. Can we give a pat on the back to Gary Ablett? Sure. He got engaged. Oh, uh, well done, Gary Ablett. Got yeah, engaged. He must be looking forward to having sex. <laughs> this is interesting. I wondered this because I was boy. listening to your thing a couple of weeks ago. I was listening to the show, uh-huh. and you were talking about you. You know, you could guarantee he wasn't one of the Gold Coast people that was yeah. on drugs. Yeah. Imagine which I, he was. Imagine it. What do you think? He's just one of those Christians that on the side. The only, the only, the only, the only angel dust Gary Ablett <laughs> is the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, cause, and then I, then I saw that he got engaged and I thought, I wonder, do they, like, how far does he take the Anal. hardcore? Whoa. <laughs> Bloody fucking what? <laughs> I feel bad for Lauren Phillips. Do you? Yeah, because she's lost yet another layer of re- uh, relevance. Yep. She's no longer, she's no longer like the former Miss Gary Ablett. She's now like a lady who just went out with someone who's Who is the Miss New, the new Mrs. Ablett? Like she wasn't in the, uh, in the wags. She no, wasn't listed in I'm the wags. I'm not totally sure. I'm not totally sure. That's incredible. Like was she at the Brownlow last year? Has he rushed into this? Is it a, it's been a couple of years. I think it's been since he's been at the Gold Coast. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'm looking forward to his uh, his Bucks night. It's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be Harley Bunnell. No. <laughs> Come on, Brian. Wow. I want, to get, I want to get tickets to that. Can you imagine? No, there'd be a real... You know, Bucks night, there's often the breakaway group yeah. who very early is going, let's go to the strippers. Yeah. And it's like at the, the Gold Coast too. Let's yeah. not forget yeah, that. Exactly. Like, let's start hell. the strippers. That's, well, that's it. it does, I don't think Gary has... He may be the only person, the only Buck in history that the entire Bucks night breaks away <laughs> he from. Won't, he won't go to his own Bucks. Um... On your, uh, if you're doing sort of random tidbits of uh, information, yeah. um, I listened a couple of weeks ago and you were trying to work out who the player was that was in the back seat of the car in uh, Florida with uh, Jason Dunst when Alan Jeans got the phone call to yeah, say they're in did, jail. Yeah. Uh, it was Sean Ralph Smith. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's so sad that I know that, but it's definitely Sean Ralph Smith. Played about only about eight or nine games for Hawthorne. Ironically, was the backup full forward, I think, for uh-huh. a while to Dunstall and yep. then moved to St Kilda after that. Yep. And I looked for a photo of Sean Ralph Smith online. There is no photographic <laughs> evidence of him. It's going to hurt. It's got, it's got to hurt. Maybe you might as well wrap it up, don't you think, Adam? Yes, let's get to... Firstly, though, I want to give the doggies some love. That was a fantastic comeback. They did. I ten think goals they in the ten last, in the last. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's extraordinary. To win by 22 points Just over the uh, Gold Coast. So they lock into six now, yeah. the Western Bulldogs. They're almost safe. Like, it's the Adelaide... Adelaide getting that draw is the thing that complicates So who's in the, the bottom eight. part of the eight? So you've got Collingwood at seventh, GWS in eighth. So they had a good win. Mm-hmm. And North Melbourne are coming, but the problem is North Melbourne's percentage is so rubbish. So it, I, you wonder, does uh, it's going to be Adelaide striving for that, who are in ninth at the moment, striving for that last yeah. spot? We'll have a quick look through the the, the week that was. Yeah. So uh, there was Port and Collingwood on um, uh, Thursday night. It was a great game. Yeah, it was really entertaining. I've been really enjoying Thursday night football. Mm. Uh, and they've all been pretty good matches too. Yeah. Um, Port got up by three points. And then they had the Phil Walsh tribute after the game, which is quite incredible. Yeah, and then when they spoke to Ken Hinckley, it was just kind of very touching. Mm. Mm. You felt for him. Um, Richmond and Carlton on Friday night. Richmond got up by five goals. Worst game in history. <laughs> uh, Essendon and Melbourne. 
Uh, the Bombers got up by nine. Uh, the Demons really came at them, but they couldn't quite get Seriously, it done. Seriously, Melbourne. It was your fucking chance. Uh, <laughs> you pathetic pack of shit. If Melbourne had a one, the stories this week on Heard, it uh, would have been really extraordinary. Exactly. They fucking ruined it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been so much... fun. Melbourne to win and they just let everyone It would have been so much fun. 17 uh, clubs just going, oh, fucking the, the standby Herders, they've yeah. got a real touch of the 9-11 truthers, <laughs> you think? Like, there's yeah. a similar sort of level of insanity. Yeah. Are there many standby herders now, though? Do you reckon there's only... Do you reckon it's just James and I Tanya? I reckon it's yeah. Tanya and James, yeah. Just kind of creating a hashtag from 25,000 different Twitter <laughs> oh, accounts. accounts. It's like, uh, Bomber72. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, James Bird. You've got zero followers. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Tweet. Um, uh, Doggies got up over the Gold Coast, which we talked about. Uh, North Tower up uh, Geelong, which they kind of needed to do, didn't they? Yeah. And Boomer started as a sub. That's unbelievable. Boomer mm. Harvey. He, I, don't, I can't imagine he would be too happy with that, but maybe he's sending a message to the team. Well, I think it was. It was Scotty coming back and saying, hey, fuck you guys, because yeah. they were all shit for last week. Yeah. Golf got away with words. Yeah, you do. And, uh, but Boomer's playing 400th, I think, in two rounds. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. If you wanted, wanted to send a message, you should have started Darren Crocker as sub yep. for his yep. uh, performance over the last few weeks. Uh, Eagles defeated Adelaide over there. Uh, Eagles are looking really good this year so far. That but was a weird game. Like, yeah. there was no... You, you had no idea what was going to happen. And it's yeah. sort of... I thought what might happen is Adelaide might surge early mm. and then drop off. But then they they surged in the second quarter, didn't they? I mean, uh, the thing that kind of summed it up for me was that the Crows players, they're walking off crying at the end yeah. of the game. Like, oh, right. You're, you're, not, you're not in you're not the, the right, right headspace for that. Yeah. yeah, like, no. it's, I think it's just going to be very tough for them just for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, but just for that whole club. I remember when Melbourne Storm... Do you remember... It wasn't a coach, but it was a guy quite high up in the club that died. Do you remember he fell off a pier? Mm, don't remember. This, it was like on a... Um, it was either at an early season trip or something like that. And 60 I remember minutes them, playing Cam Smith. Yeah, and I, <laughs> and I remember them saying, one of the players said, the danger is you don't want every game to be, let's do it for him, yeah. let's do it for him, but you've got all this emotion. Yeah. And he said, we just couldn't wait for the end of that year to come yeah. sort of soon enough. So you just... It'd be horrible you as just, a player. You just, just wonder what, you know, what, what will happen with Adelaide for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah um, the Giants defeated St Kilda relatively easily by about 35 points. And Jonathan Patton returned. Turned in the twos. You did in the A four. Yeah. Uh, Hawthorne towed up Fremantle. Uh, you know, obviously we're going to win three in a row. Uh, Brisbane, <laughs> uh, Brisbane uh, w- kept going with Sydney for a while, but then the Swans kicked away. Yeah, yep. too good. So we're going to wrap it up there. We're going to be back next week. Thank you very much, Declan. Thanks for joining having us. Me. Uh, what's your Twitter, Declan? It is at Declan F. There we go. So send the hate to Declan. <laughs> uh, we're going to be back next week. We're going to be uh, Junk Time AFL Pod at Gmail. We're Junk Time AFL Pod on Facebook. And Twitter, keep on sending the messages and the like. And if you, if you hear any baby bathwater action, Absolutely. send it in. We'll give it a mention because we've had what? Lethal, we've had Buckley, we've had Silvani, we've yep. had everybody say it this year. Uh, we're going to see you next week. And if any of you piss on a monument, let us know. Send us yeah. photos of you <laughs> pissing on a monument. See Robbo pissing on monuments, yeah. that'd be great. Go Hawks. Blues.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.